The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Chime in, 402-466-ESPN, or email the show, Chris at HaleVarsity.com. Just try me. Try me. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity Radio, presented by Currency Standout Husker, 10-year vet with the Buffalo Bills. We say hi to Chris Kelsey. Chris, thanks for a few minutes. How you doing? My pleasure. I'm doing great. Um, every day is a great day, right? It is, and yeah. it's it's been even better with this playoff run. Yeah, it has been. It's been a great playoff run for the Bills, and, and everybody else has made it as far as it's tough, right? You start with 32 teams, and... Ultimately, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you have one that's feeling good about themselves and 31 that um, are kind of licking their wounds going in the offseason. As you look at Buffalo, want to dive in there with Allen and company and and the, the emotion they've been through. Uh, where are you at is, is a proud former Bill with, with their momentum right now? I feel good, although, you know, they looked vulnerable at times um, this weekend against the, against the Dolphins, um, especially when you consider a, a third-string quarterback that they're going against. But you know what? Cincinnati Bengals show some vulnerabilities, too. Um, so I think it would be a good game. I'm sure that there will be some uh, some emotions um, when they meet up next Sunday or Saturday, whenever it is. I haven't even looked. Um, just, you know, reliving what happened on that Monday night um, to DeMar. It was uh, – something that nobody's ever seen really as far as um i, I know you know uh, i remember i was watching it with my my wife and a few other couples and you know when they started doing cpr you're you're kind of questioning whether or not he's gonna make it off the field and that's scary i don't know uh, anybody that's been around sports long enough has seen plenty of injuries obviously but nothing like that and so uh thank god he's he's on the mend and out of the hospital and it sounds like he's he's heading in the right direction for a full recovery so um answer prayers there and, and i'm sure you know that still um you know sticks sticks with a lot of those teammates there in buffalo but um you know being able to talk to him via FaceTime uh, the other day prior to the game and um you know obviously he's at the stadium i'm sure um this weekend and um, just a little extra momentum a little extra motivation for him to uh to do well in the playoffs chris kelsey's with us hail varsity radio husker standout and Buffalo Bill, what is the experience like uh, for you to to follow Buffalo, given your your entire professional career being spent up there, and just what they're on the cusp of? What do you think of their their makeup, their nucleus? Obviously, Allen's uh, phenomenal, but just uh, as you look at their their roster, uh, what what can be the difference for them this year? I think it's just their entire organization and how it's ran. I know, um, you know, Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean, the general manager, together with Terry Ryan, the team to Buffalo together. Um, obviously, Dable, who was their offensive coordinator prior, prior to this year, and Ken Dorsey taking over, is now the 
head coach in in the giant in New York with the Giants, and you know they won the other day too. So it's just they know what they're doing. They they have a process. Um, they follow the process to the T, and they have buy-in from all the guys on the roster, and that's big because you know the sure there's there's some young talent on that team, but um, sometimes that's a hard thing to do in the NFL is, is you know combining all these different personalities and all these different backgrounds and. Um, different people making different kinds of money and, and and put it all together for one common goal, and that's to win football games. And, um, they've been able to do it. Obviously, you mentioned uh, Brown, uh, or excuse me, Josh Allen, and, you know, what a quarterback he is. And It's a quarterback-driven league, and anytime you have a talent like him and, and you see how he's progressed throughout his career, um, it's, it's, uh, it's something to hang your hat on because they don't come around very often. You know, that's why every year, uh, this time of year, you got people – looking for ways to get that that uh, hidden gem on, on their roster. Because if you get a talent like him, it can last a long time bearing, you know, any injuries and uh, stuff that's out of your control. But they definitely have the pieces in place, that's for sure, to, to, uh, to make a long run of this thing. Chris Kelsey with his love or hate going up against quarterbacks similar to Josh Allen, that dual threat. It's always tough. You know, you when I was playing, you know, obviously being in the same – uh, division is, is the Patriots. We play Tom Brady twice a year. So I've faced him 20 times in my career. And, you know, he's not going to um, get outside the pocket and, you know, get a first down with his legs. But, um, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of them do. And that's what everybody's looking for is somebody that doesn't have to necessarily be a, a Josh Allen or a, a Lamar Jackson or one of those, but somebody that's mobile enough. You know, if so you see man to man coverage and all the facts facing you, you're taking off to get a first down now. Uh, there's a lot of them in the league now, and everybody says trying to find that person. I, I'd rather have a pocket passer who you can just kind of pin your ears back and try to get to him before. But um, it's it's, a, it's tough. You see guys, uh, you know, this weekend where defenses have to uh, delegate one guy for kind of a spy on these mobile quarterbacks just to make sure they don't run. Um, so um, I'd much prefer a, a pocket passer, but um, <laughs> those are those those are those are few and far between right now. You know, you got to get a guy that's passed first, but mobile enough, absolutely. You mentioned you faced Brady 20 times, and uh, right now it, it sounded like a fair the well from him, but I think he still has too much gas in the tank to, to, to step away. He's still at a high, high level, different level, but still a high level. What do you uh, think of Brady and, and his future and – what sticks out to you about all the times you faced him? Well, you know, it's, it's one of those deals. I wouldn't even call it a rivalry because I don't even want to mention how many times out of those 20 times we faced each other that we uh, in Buffalo won. But you respect the heck out of him, man, what him and Belichick were able to do and then what he's done in Tampa. I know that last night was disappointing, but you hit the nail on the head. He's still performing at a very high level. I'd be, I'd be really surprised if he decided to hang it up. Um, I think he has – um, a lot left to uh, to prove to himself and prove to everybody else. Um, there's a reason why he's considered the GOAT and um, continues to uh, perform at a high level. The thing is, as far as I think, you know, from last year to this year, they, they were so beat up on the offensive line. Um, and and we, just, we just talked about it. You know, he's not a mobile quarterback. He needs some time to sit back there and dissect defenses and, and throw the ball around the field. And he just didn't have time. I think he, uh, he had the ball gone within a couple of seconds. You know, more times than not. So um, he's able to adapt and adjust, and that's another you know huge, huge asset of his. But um, I think he still has a lot left to give, even at his age. I mean, 
it doesn't look like he's slowing down much. So I'd be surprised if he's he's done. You know, you look at, at landing spots and you hear Miami, you hear Vegas, and you look at the talent around uh, what what he is versus what he's been. And to me, it makes sense to, to find a spot that has some some pretty good pieces around uh, that can kind of he can enhance their skill set versus carry a team. Is that a fair take? Absolutely. I mean, he can be selective where he goes. Um, he wants a good supporting cast because he doesn't have very more years. Obviously, he's on on the the end of his his journey as opposed to um, more in the front. But yeah, you know, he still has three fingers, right? He got three <laughs> more rings to win, and and so he's so he's going to make sure to go to the place that uh, he feels best about winning the championship. Chris Kelsey with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Great to get caught up with you, Chris. And thoughts on Nebraska and the new staff with Coach Rule and. They've been, uh, you know, beating the streets in state and out of state, uh, small towns, large areas in the state of Nebraska, but also uh, Texas and uh, all uh, all spots in between. I've been very impressed. Um, I'm an optimist. I'm always excited this time of year for what's to come. Um, but there's something different about him. Um, I had an opportunity to speak with him briefly here in Omaha a few weeks back when he was in town, um, along with his OC and special teams coordinator. Uh, and I just, I love their mentality. I love their, their mindsets. And obviously they're putting in the work. Um, they're hitting the pavement, um, getting all these places and, and really spend a lot of time um, trying to improve our roster. And, you know, we have talent on this team, but we don't have a ton of premier talent. And uh, that's what they're trying to get. Um, obviously, the NIL world we live in now um, changes the um, kind of this platform. But um, I think we do pretty well in that regard as far as NIL is concerned. I know we're in the top five, I believe, in the country. And I know there's some big differences between, you know, number one and number two and where we're at. But we're doing pretty good for, for where we're at right now, just a couple years into it. And that's the difference between now and when I played is um, prior to NIL and prior to all this transfer portal stuff, you can turn a roster pretty quick. Um, it's just a matter of finding the right kids, I think. You need to find a kid that isn't just chasing the dollar bill, but he's chasing championships. And Again, that's few and far between right now because um, these kids are are seeing green, you know, and, and they're chasing money. And um, We need to get those, those talented kids that can come in here and, and want to stay and, and win a championship for the state. Chris, what was passed on to you as a black shirt, and what did you pay forward after your time in Lincoln pre-NIL, but there was still a standard you, you, you got brought into, and then you also paid forward? Yeah, for me, it was just, I was a little different case because I had a brother that went before me, mm-hmm. um, and I knew what it meant to be a black shirt from, you know, being around him, being around Grant, being around Jared, JP, all those guys before me, um, and that rang true and it hit me at the heart. Um, I didn't want to let those guys down. And then when you have new kids coming in, um, especially those that are out of state that might not know what, what even a black shirt was, you know, the way I tried to portray to them how much it meant and the, the fraternity that – you're in once you get in, you know, once you receive your first lecture, it's through my example, just the way I worked out, whether it's during season, off season, in the weight room, on the field. Um, I try to lead by example and 
and hold myself to a high standard. Um, I'm not one of those that says a whole lot unless it needs to be said. And so I think that's one thing that carried over into my professional career too. I mean, I was, I was voted a captain by my peers because of that. They knew that if I'm going to say something, um, I'm going to do it as well. I'm not going to hold you to one standard and then hold myself to another. So that's kind of how I've treated my whole life. I just, I want to live by example and be a, a now, you know, being a parent and um, a husband and, and all those things. I, I, I live it in my daily life as well. Chris Kelsey with us, Hale Varsity Radio, uh, standout Husker and uh, 10-year vet with the Bills, some NFL and Husker thoughts. If the Bills get to the Super Bowl, are you going? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't think I have a choice. My kids and <laughs> my wife, are they've wanted to go to every every game. Um, we try to get out there you know, once a year. It's awfully tough now because my kids are old enough where they're busy every weekend with their own activities and sports, and, and they're – they're very much involved, and my girls are big in volleyball. And Rhett does just about everything. So it's tough, but um, they wanted to go to the playoff games uh, last week. They wanted to go to the Cincinnati game coming up this weekend. And I, I told them if we go to – if we made it to the Super Bowl and head down to Arizona, I'd take them down there. So, um, yeah, that's in the plans, but let's not uh, – Let's not put the car before the horse and jinx us. <laughs> I, I get you. Totally get it. Chris, best to you and your fam. Thanks for a few minutes. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Happy New Year.